Hello and welcome to Women Camp. Thank you for joining the conversation with the Women Camp community today. Women Camp is a women's empowerment community where we are motivating women to fulfill their purpose. This broadcast is designed to inspire, motivate, and encourage women of all ages, shapes, colors, and sizes. We are all women here to be courageous, anointed, mighty, and powerful. Stay tuned and join the conversation with your host, Servola and the Women Camp Team. Well, good morning. Good morning to everyone, and thank you all so much for joining us on today's broadcast. We're so excited to continue our second segment on No More Limits. And last week, we had a dynamic session where we talked about how you have to make deliberate decisions in order to overcome the limitations that exist in our lives and how we come toe-to-toe with those things that we face and how we, how we can do some practical things to, to really sort through the limitations and, and before something actually becomes a limitation, being willing to do what it takes in order to transition beyond it. So today we're going to go even further into that because we're going to continue on from where we left off in our last segment where we were talking about deliberate decisions and we were talking about realizing that you have to continue forward with what you've decided to do for your life and push aside the limitations. But in doing that, that means you have to follow up and then you have to allow some type of accountability measure to be put in place. So before we dive into that even the more today and go into a, a furtherance of the segment where we talk a little bit more about how discipline allows us to be able to accomplish those things, I want to especially invite those of you who are in the Bavard County area. We're going to be hosting the clothing swap shop in a partnership with the Flock and Women Camp here in Bavard County in Rockledge. So that event starts at 11 o'clock, and we hope to see you guys there. Those of you who are in the surrounding areas, we hope to see you guys there at the clothing swap. All right, so as many of you know, we do have a couple of upcoming events for Women Camp, and one of them is our ladies' tea. So stay tuned for some information concerning that right now. Hi, ladies. I'm Savola Frazier. Spring forward fearlessly with me and the Women Camp community on May 13th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. here in Orlando. As ambitious women, we start well, but sometimes we experience what I call the midpoint cloudiness and struggle our way to the finish line. This is the area of our journey where we are tempted to take shortcuts, give up goals, or simply let go of our dreams. Have you lost your focus lately? Are you feeling a bit overwhelmed? I've experienced this myself, and I have good news to share with you. I invite you to join me for tea, where I will show you that you can blow through the cloudiness and finish strong. Space is limited, so reserve your ticket today at www.women-camp.com. 
All right, ladies, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys at the Ladies' Tea. It's going to be phenomenal. So, Doc, before we get further into what we're going to talk about today, if you would just share with us some things that stuck out to you, our segment on last week. You know, because there were a lot of things that we talked about, and there were a lot of things that I believe really uh, were poignant for for us as we're pushing through the limitations. We don't want any more limitations in our lives, and we want to be able to push past them to live that heaven-on-earth life that God has promised us. So if you would, Doc, just share with us um, what you pulled out, those golden nuggets from last week. Oh, praise God. Well, I know that... uh... I'm just happy to be on the broadcast with you all again today, Prophetess, and uh, just excited about what God is doing with this No More Limits. And there really was a lot that came out last week in, in, in uh, dealing with, and, and we were discussing the, um, those uh, limits and, and uh, the responsibility of moving beyond where we are. And what really stuck out to me concerning uh, last week was the, when we were discussing how uh, the limits, uh, or we saw that the week prior when we was talking about the limits uh, not being a handicap to us and, and how we can uh, uh, press beyond these handicaps and the disabilities that, that they bring and more or less they kind of cripple us in some way or some form and how we can move beyond that if we uh, just daily uh, uh, submit ourselves unto God and then giving God the, the clear focus to move in our lives and 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 to give us the directions that we need to be going into. I also enjoyed um, when we were talking about the uh, the limitations of um, a more or less, you know, removing them, removing all the stops, removing, uh, unplugging everything that you know has been there, you know, from the past. Uh, that has been lingering for years, you know, it's, it's our own personal uh, 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 limitations that we place on ourselves where we feel like we're not good enough, where we feel like we, we're not, you know, we don't have the education for something or we feel as if we don't qualify for something and which we learned that, you know, whatever God has set for us to do, he's already equipped us with everything that we need to be successful, to be able to, to do what he has uh, a place in our lives to do. And we just got to find it. We got to, we gotta, you know, uh, uh, find out where, where, you know, where our gifts lie. We have to, you know, seek the face of God again <laughs> and, 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 and move beyond those areas that, you know, we, we, we place on ourselves. I think, uh, I believe it was uh, discussed how we say we're our biggest enemy, you know, how we we hold our own selves back with, with the uh, the doubt and the, the fear and the intimidation of others. And, you know, just, just, just holding ourselves back without, you know, even realizing that we are, we're the ones that, that's keeping ourselves back. We're the ones that's keeping ourselves down. And, and, and so, I've been enjoying this 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 uh, discussion on no limits or removing all the limitations because it's so important in life and and uh, um, I know I'm, I I remember last week even discussing about how um, we set out to you know set goals and we we take on mentors in our lives and then at some point then we decide we don't want to listen to the mentors we want to you know. 
we feel as if when the mentors are trying to push us beyond what we are or encouraging us, then we feel as if we, we can't go any further. We feel as if that, you know, we've given our all, but they know and they can see that there's a little bit more in us that we, you know, can't even see ourselves and we don't even realize it. I remember giving the example of um, my son, you know, uh, you know, giving me workouts and, 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 and wanted me to start jogging and, and, and doing a little bit more than what I had been doing for the workouts. But he had already started building me up to that point. But me within myself was saying, I can't do that. I can't run. I can't jog. I can't, you know, that's not me. I can't do that. Not realizing that he had already established those grounds to get me to that point. So he knew that I had a little bit more in me than what I knew that I had myself. So it's, it's important to have the right mentors in our lives, the right people to, to coach us along the way, to encourage us and to, you know, help strengthen us as we um, take this journey of life. Wow, yes, Doc, you are absolutely right. You know, I think that a lot of times we, we experience all of those different challenges. And so as we go forward into our segment today, and so happy to just be able to to continue on sharing with you guys in this segment of No More Limits. I want us to continue down this vein that we started in last week and recognizing that, as, as Doc talked about, that we have that personal sabotage. If we're not careful, we can personally sabotage ourselves from being able to reach the place where we know that we should. And it's not that we, we're, we're um, sometimes we're not cognizant of it. And once we realize that we have placed these, these limitations upon ourselves, then we have to come up with a plan to be able to push past them. Sometimes there's a plan to be able to, to mitigate them, you know, new limitations before they even become a limitation. How do I even think through it in a way where, where I don't allow it to be a limitation for me. And we talked about in the first week that that's that decision. We all have a place where we have to make the decision, and that decision that we make will either cause us to, to allow something to be a limitation to us or cause us to pass it and overcome it and never see it as a limitation. So we want to be able to explore those today and be able to recognize as we're pushing forward and we recognize that, hey, living this life of no limits or no more limits and removing the limitations off of myself, number one, is hard work. It's hard work because you have to be willing to deal with what you add to the equation. I remember one of the things that uh, I believe it was Prophet Samantha had brought up, and she was sharing with us that we've got to have that personal accountability with ourselves and say, hey, look at what I've added to this equation, and not you know, dwelling there and not using it as an opportunity to have a, a pity party per se, but also just that, okay, acknowledgement. I acknowledge that, hey, I did this and it's not good for me. So what do I need to do about it? And then once you make that deliberate decision to make the change, then we begin to realize that you got to follow through with what you said. So today I want us to talk a little bit about following through and what that entails because even as um, – Samantha was sharing with us last week, she was letting us know, hey, sometimes it's easy to make that deliberate decision. Hey, just like, you know, we say at the beginning of the year, we, yeah, you know, I got New Year's resolution. I'm going to make sure that this happens for me. 
Right. That's your New Year's resolution. We can all make that deliberate decision to say, hey, this is area in my life where I know I need to change. But then what happens at the place where we do not follow through with it? And that's where our limitations come into play. Those are the areas where that, that we start putting up, you know, we can put up a limitation as a wall, as Doc was saying earlier about how, you know, uh, she had been prepped all the way up to the place to where it was time for her to launch forward and start doing even more to become physically fit. And, and she was like, no, I'm not going to be able to do that because she had already put up those barriers to say, I can't do that. So think about it. What is causing us to not follow through? Is it those personal confessions? Is it that we've already visualized ourselves failing at it so we can't see ourselves succeeding at it? What is it? And so I'm going to allow the ladies to chime in on this for a little bit. Why don't we follow through? Let's start there with why don't we follow through, and then we'll shift it to how we can overcome those limitations and follow through. So I know we we use the golden word that there's limitations that keep us from following through, but let's give some examples of some things that we put out there and we say, man, I can't follow through because of this. If you would, Samantha, just start us out with that. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Please excuse my voice on this morning. Uh, But uh, as you talked about follow-through, Prophet Savola, the first thing that came in my mind was was basketball. And, you know, when you're teaching someone to follow through on their shot, yeah, you've gotten the ball and you have the – the goal in mind, you see that you have you have the goal in sight, you see the, the shot that you want to make, but all of that is for naught if you don't follow through. And so when you're teaching someone to play basketball, you teach them the proper steps of, of following through on the shot, the proper way to shoot the ball. And so when you talk about life experiences, it's pretty much the same way. You've gotten there, you know the goal that you want to achieve, but what about the follow-through? Um, and the follow-through takes steps. And we have to understand that even as with the basketball player, that has to be practiced. That proper follow-through has to be practiced over and over and over again in order for that to become automatic in your life, the ability to not only say you're going to do something but follow through with it. And so um, – when we look at that from from a natural perspective, and how do we follow through on the goals that we set? You know, um, we have so we have to say, okay, this I've said I'm going to do it. Now I have to look at all of the the obstacles that lay in the way, or all of the things that would try to hinder me. I have to look at the things that I do on an everyday basis, and I have to begin to lay those things out in order to achieve that goal. I have to write it all down, write the vision, make it plain, and see what things need to be shifted, what things need to be moved, um, what things can I not move in order for me to to be able to reach this goal, in order for me to be able to follow through to achieve the destiny that I want to achieve. So that would be my thing on this morning, that we have to follow through, that we have to have a form. We have to have steps in mind in order to um, reach that goal. Wow. So give us an example of an area where you have said, you know, to yourself or 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 an example of where you didn't follow through in the way that you, you, you normally would have, but there was a limitation and you didn't follow through. And, and share with us what that was. Was it, you know, wh- whatever it may have been, just share that with us. Um, I'm trying to think of a time I didn't follow through because I'm sure there have been some. Uh, 
let's see. You know, I would, I would, when I think back to to many years ago, I remember being, I was a basketball coach, and I remember I was so engulfed in basketball that even when I came to church, and I was, I was right on the verge of ministry as well. So even when I came to church, though, especially on a Wednesday night, if I came after basketball practice, my mind would be uh, still on how do I put this person, what do I do? How do I make this game better? How do we win this next game? And so, um, when, I, so when I would come to church, my mind would still be on basketball. And so for me, I had to make the decision. Okay, which is going to be more important for me? Is it going to be basketball or is it going to be ministry? And so when I made the decision that I'm going to be a minister, um, basketball had to become secondary to me because it engulfed so much of me. And so when I made that decision, I had to follow through. What steps do I have to take um, in order to achieve this goal because if I don't, I'm going to fall back in the same place because there were still so many people pulling on me basketball wise, um, and then trying to even compromise. Uh okay, well don't don't coach the whole team. Can you just coach this person? Can you just coach that person? And so I realized that if I don't commit to what I'm what I said I was going to do and begin to put those steps in place as far as ministry is concerned. Because see, sometimes when you have a goal in mind, you have to be sold out for that goal. You have to be sold out to achieve those things. Okay, so now I have to study to show myself approved. Now I have to to um learn and, and know and walk in order and protocol. No now I have to um I have to walk in the submission not to basketball but fully and totally to God. And so um those are the that's that's one example that I can give you prophetess. Wow, yes. And so in that I would say that the area that you were you were on the fence of following through on is okay if I say that I truly believe that God has called me to do something, if I don't follow through by letting go of something that I love for something that I believe that I'm going to love more, then I'm not really moving forward to the place to where I want to be. And so I, I like that example because it reminds us that, you know, part of what you were saying there that I got out of it was you got to commit to what you say you want. And I think that was a part of what we we talked about last week is a lot of times we say that we want something, but we fail to count the cost. And because we fail to count the cost, and we talked about this several times on Women Camp, because we fail to count the cost and it puts us in a situation where it doesn't, uh, we may not always see it be accomplished in the way that we saw it the first time. You know, you could see something and be like, wow, it's going to be fabulous. It's going to be this great thing. But when you don't count the cost, then you don't put forth the effort, you don't put forth the everything that's necessary in order to actually receive what you visualize. So, Doc, mm-hmm. if you would share with us a, a place in your life where where you put forth, and, and you already kind of put that forward in sharing with us the workout and saying what those limitations were, give us some other examples of some things that, pushes us away from following through on our actions. <laughs> yes, that that was one of the biggest hurdles that I that I've ever had to uh deal with in, in some sort of and uh 
just uh, just the basic of working out and you know doing it on a constant basis. You know, I start, stop, start, stop. But uh, 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 some of the areas that, uh, well, I would just say another area, you know, where I feel like we really don't follow through is because we're not sure or we're you know not comfortable with what we're you know what we set out to do. You know, we we write the vision and we you know we make it plain, but yet. At the same time, sometimes our visions that we write out are bigger than what we think we are, and and that, and usually most of the time they are. And then when we get on that course and start on that course to to try to follow through what we, what we've already laid out, then we then it uh, you know the fear sets in where it's like oh wow wait a minute this may be bigger than what I am or this is bigger than what I am, and so it's not sure or not comfortable with you know what we're supposed to be doing. We we, we kind of you know, hold ourselves back, and I like what uh, Samantha was saying. You know, you know, a lot of times we're we're really, you know, not committed. We're not sold out for the cause. In other words, we say we are with our lips. You know, you know, we say one thing with our mouth, but then when we uh, set forth to go and do it, then that's when the pressure is on. That's when the heat is on. That's when you know, when when, when you got to fulfill what you said with your, you know, uh, with your lips, and a lot of times. We 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 can't get we can't get what we what we said we can't uh, 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 fulfill or walk in the areas that we said you know it's it's like we say big big talk but then we do you know little things <laughs> we got these big big broad you know ideas but yet we within ourselves are not capable of fulfilling them so in other words we got to start in order for us to follow through we gotta you know we gotta set out things that we know that we're capable of doing and then. As we press forward with that, then the Holy Spirit will begin to give us more and more and more. So that that that, that uh, our focus could be lost, and you know things could, could become dim or cloudy where we can't see clearly. Those are another areas why we don't follow through. You know, and like you said, we fail to count up the cost. We don't do all the the background, you know, lead work to to make sure that this is something that we know that we're supposed to be stepping into. Wow, Doc, that's that's good. That's good because I think that as we continue to move forward and realize, you know, on this journey that we're going to face different things, and if we're not careful, then we can, uh, as as you were talking, I, I got out of that, um, <clears throat> when we're not really truly sold out to it, then we will allow anything to distract us from it. So the first thing you got to decide, you know, you're looking at following through on something is really, is this what I want? And if it's what I want, am I going to be willing to do what it takes to see it all the way through? Because if I say that it's what I want, then i got to be willing to be sold out and take ownership for it. And I thought about, um, as you were talking, Doc, you know, you mentioned the uh, the um, uncertainty. And then I, I like something you were saying, I, I kind of, sums it up into we get intimidated or we have dream intimidation. Our dream begins to intimidate us because we start to try to measure where we are today against where we see our dream leading us. And and so to the, the today person may not be ready for the tomorrow person, but it doesn't mean that we're not going to get to that place. But when we do that comparison between ourselves and where we think we should be in this moment, then we could 
decide, oh, I'm going to use that as a reason why I can't push forward. Or the uncertainty because we didn't count the cost causes us to do that. One thing that I got, or actually it was two things that I got out of it, um, even the more while you were talking, Doc, is that one of the, the areas where we have followed through difficulties is because we take we fail to take personal responsibility for our actions, not just, you know, holding ourselves accountable, but then if we don't take personal responsibility, then it's always somebody else's fault. Have you ever have you ever been at that place where it was it was somebody else's fault? It was always somebody else's fault why you didn't get what you wanted, why you couldn't achieve what you needed to achieve. It was, you know, the person at work or the lady at the grocery store or the man at the, you know, at the toll booth or whatever it may be, it was always someone else's fault but never my fault. Oh, it couldn't be me. It's not me. You know, I'm not the one to to blame. And then if I were to look at myself and say that it was my responsibility and I didn't do it, then then. What does that mean? That do I go into a stupor and start having a pity party? Well, no. And then uh, a, a part of what you were saying was we lose sight of the vision, we lose sight of our dream, and when we're not pushing forward, where we're not being productive or following through on it, man, it's so easy to start losing sight of what's important. What's important sometimes those those things that that don't really you know, make us feel good, you know, they're tedious tasks. Sometimes those are the most important tasks to get done because in the future if you've accomplished those small tasks, then they really help you for the big task. And so when we're looking at your follow-through difficulties, intimidation, not being committed to what you want, um, not willing to conform to what you want, have you ever said to yourself, it doesn't take all of that? Ladies, have y'all ever said that, that it does not take all of that? Oh, yes, definitely. And, <laughs> you know, and then and then you come to a place where you realize, wow, it takes that and a little bit of extra. Like, I'm not putting up enough. But if we yeah. are to be, you know, if we're to follow after our dreams and have no limitations, then we got to be willing to count the cost and, one thing I want to say about counting the cost, it's not a one-time-fits-all one type of a situation. You just don't count it one time and then you know, okay, that's all i got to pay the whole way through. No, it's an ongoing thing. As as we say in our work environment, it's a living document. That means that cost is going to change. It's going to fluctuate. Sometimes it's going to go up. Sometimes it's going to go down. And it's going to cost you different things. Sometimes it can be your talent. Sometimes it can be your treasure. Sometimes it can be, you know, it can be your time. Whatever it may be, those things, you've got to decide that you're willing to do what it takes in order to get to the place where God wants you to be. But if we, if we, saw, if we have find ourselves, and some of you out there who are listening to us, you may be in that follow-through difficulty state. You, know, you may have some follow-through difficulties right now where your dream is big and it's intimidating to you or there's a lot of uncertainty that's going on in your life right now and you're not really sure why certain things are happening. And sometimes the uncertainty is because you you are stepping into a rim that you've never been in before and you just don't know that that's what you should be expecting because that's what happens to people when they decide to do things outside the box. For example, for me, you know, I've been a trailblazer probably most of my life. And in being a trailblazer, I didn't realize that that meant sometimes 
I wouldn't be able to, to hang with certain people because they didn't think about things the way I thought about them. Not because I'm better than they are. It's just a different frame of reference. They don't think about it in that way. And so sometimes I, can't, I have to remember that there are certain people I can't share my dreams with because we talk, you know, we talked about in the before in, in one of our um, earlier broadcasts, um, dream killers. You have to be careful about sharing your dream with everybody because there's not everybody can't handle your dream. And think about it. If you barely can handle the dream that you have and that God is giving you, how do you expect everybody around you to be able to handle it? So how do you put yourself, and ladies, this leads us into the accountability portion, how do we lead ourselves to be around people who are not dream killers but our dream succeeders, they help us to succeed at our dreams. They help us to accelerate our dreams. They help us to propel our dreams and to get to that place where we propel to excel in everything that God has called us to be. And really, that's, that's sort of rolling into, you know, um, Samantha talked about earlier is that you've got to, you know, when you're uh, shooting a basket in basketball and you have to do that, we call it follow through on your shot. If you don't follow through on your shot, you don't hang in there until, you know, it comes slipping right off of your fingertips and you let it hang there for, you know, a millisecond or what have you, then guess what? The accuracy of of your shot is becomes off if you don't follow through. And so think about that in life. How many times have things started out well? but we didn't get to where we wanted to be because we didn't follow through. So you got to have that formula. you got to have that form. you got to have those steps towards success. So now we're going to talk about one of those things that can help you in, in succeeding, and that is recognizing, hey, I've got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push forward in my life, but I need to have some folks around me that will be those success accelerators or those success that will that will accelerate or cause my dream to succeed. So ladies, if you would, I'm gonna start with you, Samantha. Just share with us, you know, some of of what we're looking for in in that person that's going to help our dreams to succeed. And how should we be well We'll we'll start with that because I can I can throw out a whole bunch of questions. I can ask a hundred questions a minute. <laughs> but <laughs> Oh, what should we be looking for in the characteristics of someone who is, we already know what dream killers look like, so the ones who, who help our dreams to live, what do they look like? Amen, Prophetess. You know, I, I would say that they look like the place that we want to get to. They look like success, and not only do they look like success, success but you see the work ethic. You see them, you see their grind. You see how they're, they're, they're at a place that you want to be, but they're continually pursuing somewhere else. They seem to be trying to get somewhere else. And I think a lot of times when we talk about the difference between um, people who choose to be around dream killers, it's, it's amazing how people will get comfortable around people that um, that want to keep them in a low place, that don't want to see them exceed them. It's amazing how that happens. But when you talk about pursuing somebody that is successful in pursuing their dreams and, and having that person pretty much as a mentor, um, whether you're you're right next to them or whether you're you're watching them from a distance, you can't be a timid, intimidated to be around people who have achieved more than you. 
Um, I think when a lot of times people don't want people to know their shortcomings and their downfalls, and so they have a tendency to to uh, shy away or stray away from people who they really admire and people who have really achieved more than they have, and they want to get there, but because they're so intimidated and so because they're so guarded, they have a tendency to shy away from people that um, – that are successful. But if we really want to achieve more, we have to find people who have achieved more than us and put our pl- ourselves in the place to learn more. You know, one of the things, even as we were talking about earlier, about um, about um, the follow-through and, and pursuing our destiny, we, we count up the cost, but sometimes, even as you said, Prophetess, there are things that pop up that we weren't expecting. But when we put ourselves around a, a, a successful person, then they can even tell us those things that we didn't know to count up. But if we don't put ourselves in that place and we continue to stay around people who um, haven't achieved what we're trying to achieve, or if we put ourselves around people who just aren't trying to achieve anything, then we find ourselves, yeah, we counted up the cost, but I would have known more than that if I would have put myself around somebody even more successful than myself. And so that's one of the things that I would add, that we can't be intimidated to be around people that have achieved more than we have. Wow, I love love it. I love it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going to piggyback off of it. Doc, share with us. Share with us. Thing, wow, it's just so powerful. You know, when you when you start looking at you know others, and you start viewing and 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 and, and seeing their work ethics, and you see, you know, checking out their attitudes when they're pressed, you know, to do things, and 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 when press when the pressure is on them, you know, and then you gotta learn how to gather from their good works. In other words, you recognize that this person is at a at a point where you you desire to be or where you know you need to be. And in order for you to learn from that, then you got to, you know, you got to watch what they're doing. You got to, you know, gather from the, the good things that they're doing, the good quality, you know, uh, uh, assurance things that they're putting forth. You have to uh, 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 learn how to, to you know, you know, be yourself but yet learn how to add to, you know, to what you are and who you are. And I think a lot of times, you know, when we when we're talking about these limits, you know, these limitations of uh, prophets, is that we, you know, we we, you know, as as prophets, as Samantha was saying, we we see others in places where we desire to be, and and we know that they are good, you know, the uh, uh, some of the 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 the, uh, the the ethics and some of the the things that they've done are really good things for us to do, but we're afraid to to gravitate to those things. You know, we have to start changing ourselves. We have to start changing, redeveloping our form, redeveloping our lives. You know, uh, uh, you know, you, you have to take on a totally different attitude. That's why I said, you know, earlier about, you know, you got to see their attitudes and gravitate to that. You know, because you got a positive attitude. In order to do something, you have to, you know, it's something that you got want to do. It, you know, like the workout, it, it had to be something I wanted to do. Because, you know, it, it, it took something for me to have to, you know, get in my car, you know, at, at a certain time each day to show up, you know, to, to, to be trained, to be, to be uh, 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 you know, to get this good workout in. It took something for me. So in other words, that's dedication. You know, I'm like, wow, I got I to gotta get there because, you know, 
I know he's capable of doing this. I know I, I look at his balance, you know, I looked at his life and I saw that his life, you know, from just looking at him, it displayed that he had the mannerism that I needed to get to where I need to go. And and, 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 and once you recognize that, you can't let nothing hold you back. You can't let nothing discourage you. You got to press beyond that. Because so you got to gather, you know, from their good works. You got to check out their work ethics. You got to, you know, check out their attitudes and see the discipline that they have within their lives. You know, you know, saying no to the sweets and, you know, and, and, and saying no to, you know, just being loud and outbursts and, and, and boastful. Saying no to yourself in the, in the sense of, you know, you, you got this little knack about you that's really not a good quality. Well, Start working on getting rid of it. You can't get rid of it if you don't if you don't recognize it, that number one that it's there, and then number two, then you got to decide. Okay, this is not good for me. So you got to decide. You you know it's there. Now you know it's not good for you. Now you got to you got to take on this role of now I got to get rid of it. How can I let it go? And these are the things that we can learn through having these positive, you know you know, uh, 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 dream makers in our lives. That's what I like to say, dream makers, you know. We got to recognize these people and, 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 and know that they're, you know, there to be that example for us. Wow. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, I've, been, I've, been, I've been cataloging the notes here and, and all the different points that you guys have been talking about and just gathering them in. So th- for those of you who are listening, you, when you're looking for a dream maker or, or someone that's going to help your dream to succeed, then you need to some, be looking for someone who's already successful, not someone who's trying to be successful, but they're already three or four steps ahead of you. They've got a good character about themselves, that they're transparent. They're willing to share with you where they are and willing to allow you to share with them so that they can help you to get to that next level. They got to be ahead of you, right? And so, and 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 not just in their in their uh, dollar value ahead of you, but ahead of you in personality, not necessarily personality, but attitude, and how they discipline their life. So those that's the type of person. Those are just the basis of what you're looking for um, for someone to help to be a dream maker for you. You know, one of the things that I love uh, about it is, you know. Samantha has said they are not satisfied with where they are, and, and I said I put it in they're not stati- they're not satisfied in stagnant waters because sometimes we can be st- we can be in stagnant waters but we can be content because we're like man I can breathe I, I don't feel like I'm drowning the water is not above my head you know it's it's not it's not there's not too many waves it's not choppy but if you get out of the stagnant waters then guess what then you start to feel a little you know some type of way like because you got to exert energy to to what to navigate through those waters that are no longer stagnant and so you have to realize that you've got to look for people who are willing to achieve, who are already achieving more and continuing to achieve more. Why? Because that's a pattern of behavior. You want to achieve. You don't want someone who's just who decided that they're, they're camping out for eternity and they're not going to do anything else in their lives. No, you need someone who's going to be willing to push you to that next level and be transparent with you, you know. So you've got to be real with yourself and be ready to take on the challenge and respond. Because, excuse me, because if you're not real with yourself, then when someone starts to, and this is, I've had this happen to me, 
And, ladies, you can tell me if it's happened to you as well. But I've had people who, who look at me and they're like, you know, Savola or, you know, if I'm at work, prophetess, I mean, um, at uh, church, prophetess, you know, I really want or, um, you know, wherever I may be, they just reach out. And they're like, Savola, you know, I really want to, to, to be or to learn what you do or to, to excel or succeed at this, that, or the other. And, and so what I've learned is not everybody is willing to pay the price for where I am in my life. Not just, you know, when, and then people don't believe when I share with them that I've been where they are. So, yes. and, and and they'll look at me like, well, you don't look like you, I, I shouldn't look like what, where I was. <laughs> That's why Amen. you want to be like me, because I don't look like where I was. But I, I feel at times that I struggle with dealing with folks that, that feel like what I'm sharing with them is not believable because of the transformation that has happened in my life. But really that's the testimony is that the transformation was so great that it, if I were to tell you my story, it would be hard for you to believe. But, baby, I walked it. <laughs> I, I had yes. to deal with it. I, You know, Amen. I lived it. And you can never Amen. take, yeah, you can't take away from someone something that they've lived because they, they bear that, right? And, yes. and so – I were to say to the, to those of you who are out there who are listening, you know, if you're going to someone and you ask them to help you through the journeys that you may be facing in life, and like Samantha was saying, you know, when you go to somebody who's who's like ahead of you, who's like, you know, five sets ahead of you or three sets ahead of you, and you ask them and they begin to say, hey, you know, you may experience something like this, don't look at them like they're crazy when, when they're sharing something with you that you haven't experienced yet. Because you, it might be right around the corner, and because it's right around the corner, they know that it's coming. You just didn't count it. You just didn't account for it, and they're trying to help you to account for what's coming up next. So, mm-hmm. and I think that sometimes people look at us and they're like, "Well, you look like you've never, you know, you you've never had to work hard for nothing. You you've never had to struggle with nothing, or you've never had to deal with this that, or the other." And I'm like, "Hmm." boy, if I could tell you my story. And then when I tell you my story, then you say, well, she's not telling me that. That that didn't really happen to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did happen to me, you know, and and, and I'm sharing it with you, and, and I like this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. you got to value other people's stories. you got to learn how to value other people's stories, value what they're trying to, what place inside of you. That value their journey. If they're, if someone is willing to take out of their time to share with you to get to the place where you want to be, they're they're paying a price for you to get there too. So we got to value it. As you know, Doc was saying earlier. You know, she was she had asked you know her son to help her work out, and he was sacrificing his time to help her as well. And so part of his frustration was, hey, you're not the only one sacrificing here. Uh, yes, you're putting in the work, but I'm putting in work too, you know. <laughs> and a lot of times I think that we we don't look at that side of the equation, and those are some limitations that we put up to ourselves because they, we say to, about other people that it's easy for them to do what they're doing, and that's not always the case. It's not always the case. I know I kind of jumped off into a little tangent there, but I, I realize that, you know, on on both sides of the coin, 
there there is that struggle and there is that limitation because if you deal enough with people who are who are not ready to take on that next challenge in their life, then guess what? You know, if you deal a lot with them when you finally when someone finally who wants it comes, you may you may not as a mentor or as a coach be willing to help that person because everybody else weren't willing to count the cost. You may not be. And so I want to encourage those of you who are out there who may be dealing with that, who may feel like, man, I've exerted a lot of energy into helping other people. I've taken ownership of their dream and trying to help you them to accomplish it. I've been that ultimate dream maker, and, and they just rolled off my back or, or they didn't even really understand that I understood where they were and what they were going through, and I'm trying to help them and get them out of where they are, and I know what it takes to get out of where they are. I want to encourage yeah. you to keep pushing forward, keep doing Amen. what you're doing, keep opening yourself up, keep being transparent, keep being that person that people can come to. Even You know what? They may not be ready today. Their today self may not be ready for what you're sharing, but their tomorrow person may be ready. And so guess what? Just wait because a matter of time, that tomorrow person will come back, and they'll be ready to, to walk in to it full force and what you're sharing with them. So I want to encourage you guys who are out there who may be that person that's been that dream maker and you may be struggling with it a little bit. You know, get get back get back on on the journey and helping a couple of folks out and and making sure that they you know accomplish their dreams and get to that next level because you know what that's what you've been anointed for and you do a really good job at it. So just keep keep moving forward. It's going to work out. Stay in the grind. You know, stay. Keep your hustle moving. Make sure you keep okay. it going because that's important. We we need, you know, we need dream makers. You know, I'm looking forward to the next level in my life. And even as a trailblazer, I look for other trailblazers who are blazing trail. They're not. Everybody's not blazing the same trail that I'm in, but they're blazing a trail. And, and boy, hanging on to coattails. And when I have conversations with them, and then when they challenge me and ask me certain questions, boy, it makes my skin crawl because I'm like. Dang, you really, you, wow, you just pinpointed a bad thing, and I really need to work on that. And I don't like that about myself, so I really got to deal with that. I got to take ownership and make the change in my life. So I want to encourage you to allow yourself to be challenged at the next level. You know, ladies, as we continue on the broadcast, we got about 15 minutes left in our broadcast today, and and I want to talk about a word that sometimes we consider this word to be a, a bad word, when it's really not a bad word. But I want to talk a little bit about discipline because I believe that a lot of what we need as we're busting through these limitations and pushing past them in order to accomplish this heaven-on-earth experience in our life is the fact that we deal, we, we need to discipline ourselves. And, and I'm not talking about discipline from the perspective of rebuke or discipline from the perspective of, you know, giving someone a spanking, you know, back in the day I'm going to give you a whooping, you know, not a whipping, a whooping. I'm going to give you a whipping, a whooping. I'm going to pull out the switch. I'm not talking about that type of discipline. I'm talking about developing a pattern of behavior that, you know, you're willing to make the self-sacrifices in order to accomplish what you believe God wants you to accomplish. That means you have that, the sense of, you have the, um, the, the, the desire or, uh, boy, the, the the word just slipped my mind. But ladies, you all you all chime in on this. What is discipline to you all, Doc? If you would, oh, praise God. Well, um, when you said discipline, uh, 
the first thing that came to my mind was a regiment. And, you know, you, you set him forth. Absolutely. Uh, 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 something that you, you know, that, you know, you're looking at what you need to get done. And so you set forth. Okay, I know I need to do this, so I got I got to have this place, this in place, this in place, this in place, and this in place. In other words, you gotta have everything that you need available, readily available to do what you need to do. Uh, uh, let's say, for example, you know that you are writing a book. Well, if you're gonna write a book, then you know you need either uh, uh, you need tape recorders, you need so you gotta have batteries for that. You gotta have you know, the, the additional tapes that you need to, to add on to, you know, uh, 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 or once one tape ends, you put another tape in. You need paper. You need, you know, pencils. You need pens. You need booklets. You need tablets. You need, you know, so it's all of these things. You need dictionaries because you want to make sure that the words that you're writing down is, is you know, spelled properly, you know. You need all of these things. So, in other words, you know, you have this regiment. Uh, 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 set up and established that this is how I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to discipline my life to the point to where I will get this book completed. I I, I think about uh, something that you set forth to do uh, to to help someone I, that's dear in my heart, Prophetess, uh, with and how you I, I saw <laughs> I how you about. you know went out and you you know you 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 got the starting tools for it. And I said, this is this is awesome, you know, because this is encouraging. I said, in order for you to do this, you know, it's like you're eliminated. You were like, you know, his his mentor. You know, you were like his dream maker. You you, know, you were there to help him make his dream come true. Uh, you know, because you 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 went out and you you uh, took care of you know the basic needs that he would need. He, and I know he never even thought about needing all of those things. But you got all of those things in place for him, and all all he has to do is just sit there and write and just think and and, and you know jot things out because he's got everything that he needs. And I'm you know when you think about it as in that in that sense, you know these regiments, these 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 patterns, these goals, and you know not just establishing the goals, but making sure you got you know you're capable of doing what you need to do, and you got everything in place that you need. In order for you to do what you need to do, so you got to develop a you know a, a pattern, you know a behavior as you stated earlier that's going to cause you to be successful. That's going to cause you to not miss the mark. That's going to cause you to 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 be able to continue to press beyond you know the norm and get done what you need done. That's what discipline is to me. Wow, Samantha, chime in on this. What is discipline to you? Amen, and and I would agree with uh, Pastor Charlene that discipline is it is a regimen. It's it's a it's a habit. It's it's creating habits in our life because when we create those positive habits, see that's I think people don't realize that that you can have you do have discipline. It's whether it's negative or positive. It's whether it's affecting your life um, in a, in a way that's going to cause growth, positive growth and increase, or whether it's a way that that's taking you or keeping you stagnant that's keeping you um, in a place that, that, that isn't fruitful. And so there's discipline either way. So then you're faced with the choice of, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to become regimental? Am I going to develop these habits that cause positive growth in my life where I can see increase, where I'm no longer talking about 
um, the things that I would like to do, but I'm actually pursuing them. And not only am I actually pursuing them, but I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the fruits of it. And I'm starting to see it. And not only am I starting to see it, but other people are starting to see it. And so when I develop that discipline, discipline isn't easy. Discipline is hard work. And that's what separates the wheat from the tear. That's what separates uh, those that, that are going to be successful from those that are just going to stay in a place of comfort. Because discipline is hard work. It takes dedication. It takes, it takes finding that mentor that's going to help us get to the next level. Um, so, so discipline is a part of our life, and it's a part of our character that's needed. People seek out when it comes to, to finding the right person for the job, to finding the right person for the whatever it is, for that, that, that level, that platform of success. People are looking for those people who have discipline in their lives, people they can count on, people that, that, that they know that will, that, will, um, that will do the task and that they will do it with a, a spirit of excellence, that they will um, exemplify that to other people. And so discipline is going to take, it's, it's having that, that clear and defined ambition and goals. It's having a plan of action and it's staying positive throughout it all. I can do it. I can achieve it. I'm going to accomplish this goal. So that's what I would say uh, discipline is knowing what you want and how to proceed in getting it. Wow. Knowing what you want and knowing how to proceed and getting what you want. Discipline. Exactly. Regimental lifestyle. Having that regimental lifestyle to where Every morning when you wake up, you already know what you're going to accomplish. You've already set the tone for your day. You don't allow anything else to take charge of your day because you have a regimental lifestyle that those habits already, those clear positive habits already established in your life. So even if something negative rolls up on the surface, you've already created a regimen in your life that causes that negativity to be pushed aside. It can't even take root because of of the what you've already established as a positive habit for your life. I love, you know, as you guys were talking, it says, I, I wrote this down, when we live disciplined lives, we remove the excuses that limit our success. When you live a disciplined life, then you remove those excuses that limit your success. But the key thing is you got to be willing to do the hard work to be, what, disciplined. And with discipline comes separation and recognizing that, hey, when you decide that you're going to be living this disciplined life, that you may, it will automatically start separating you from people who don't necessarily want to live their lives disciplined. You'll start finding yourself being a little bit frustrated with time wasters, people who waste your time or they're always late or, or they don't uh, um, exert the same level of, of energy towards something that you exert for it or they don't study to show themselves approved and you can tell they didn't study. Those different things will begin to what irritate you. Why? Because you've decided to live a regimental life, a disciplined lifestyle, so you can pick up on things that are not disciplined. Not from the perspective, you know, for us to be judgmental or to to call those things out, but for us to be alert and to say, okay, I, I'm I got to keep myself moving forward. I got to make sure I stay on top of this. I got to make sure that I'm being disciplined with this, that, or the other. That's why it's important 
that you put before yourself, those dream makers, you know, Pat, you know, Dr. coined the frame, dream makers. We don't have no dream killers here. We got some dream makers here. And so you've got to realize that you've got to connect with some dream makers. Who are the dream makers that you've connected with in your life? And sometimes you gotta you got to honor the space between you and the dream maker. Realize that sometimes not just the space in from where they are to where you are, uh, 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 but the space in time that's necessary for for sometimes for us to even be able to break down what someone shares with us, to be able to acknowledge that I really do need to make that sacrifice, I really do need to make that change, it really is difficult for me. Now that I've pulled myself through this, now I can go forth and start what? Accomplishing that. Sometimes there's a space and time necessary for, I would say, for our brain to catch up to or for us to catch up to where we need to be. And, and honor that right. space. Give yourself space in between when, when you're meeting with someone and they give you something challenging to accomplish. You know, don't just sit on it, but give yourself space to process it. And then once you process it, move forward with it with, with all urgency to see it get accomplished and develop the patterns that you need to develop in your life because I believe it was was Doc that even talked about is, you know, developing those those good patterns of behavior that lead you to the success that you're looking for, developing those systems that leads to, you know, growth in your life. So we've got about three more minutes left in the broadcast. I'm not going to take the three minutes. I'm going to let Doc and Samantha split the time and just share with you some key things that you could do. Ladies, just share with them two things that they can do in order to develop the discipline that's necessary for their lives. Doc, if you would, go first. Well, the first thing I would say is develop a, a, a positive prayer life. And the second thing I would say is follow through with, with what what you hear and receive from God. Amen. And and just to add on to that, Prophet, there were two points that I wrote down um, as, as we were talking um, in relation to the the dream makers and and finding that dream maker, and also into to um, when your mentor is is sharing their story, and and in reference to that last thing, when your mentor is sharing their story, I wrote down people don't want to hear your story because it remove it removes their excuses, and so when we are people that are uh, striving to be successful and we're looking for that mentor, or we we hear that person's story, we can't discount their story um, because it it makes us uncomfortable because. It, it opens our eyes and makes us realize that, oh, I can achieve. After all that I've been through, I can still achieve goals. And so we have to to, to place honor on, on people's stories as they share them with us. And the other thing is don't be so stuck on yourself that you can't take criticism or deal with hurt feelings. Successful people cut to the chase. They have work to do. They are not coddlers. And so when you come across that mentor, you can't expect them, especially if you've been in a circle where everybody tells you how great you are. You can't expect your mentor to spend time just stroking your ego. You have to, and you want to look for somebody that's telling you the places in your lives and your life that you can, that you can improve on, that you can, that you can grow in because growth means that something has to be pulled away, that there's some clearing that has to take place. And so in that, um, we want to look for people that, that challenge us, that cause us to grow and to, to make us better. And so that would be, um, two of the last points that I would add to today's broadcast. 
Wow. Okay, so we're ending the broadcast on fire. I love it. I love it. Well, ladies, we are out of time for our broadcast today. I'm so thankful for you guys joining us today, and we look forward. Share the word. This has been an awesome segment that we've been looking into this this uh, um, this month where we're talking about no more limits. Spread the word and let somebody else know that they can hear about it here and go onto our podcast and get some more information as well. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you on the broadcast next week. Thank you for joining the conversation with us today. We want to hear from you. So go to our website at www.women-camp.com and share your comments with us and gain more information on the Women Camp community and upcoming events. As always, thank you for tuning in today. We wish you well and have a wonderful day.